And 12 seconds here at the Radio Free Brooklyn Clock, which means you are just about to start listening to Sitting with Jan Luca. I am Jan Luca. I will be with you till 7 p.m. Sitting with me today, I'm thrilled, is Carol Pittleman from uh, band leader, songwriter of the great country band, Karen and the Sorrows. And uh, so, Karen, thank Hi. you. <laughs> thank you for sitting with me, putting your putting yourself in my hands. <laughs> thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. This is live radio. By the way, I just should tell you, I make tons of mistakes. I sometimes play the wrong thing at the wrong time <laughs> or the right thing at the wrong time or the yeah. right thing at the or the wrong thing at the right time. But don't let that put you off. All right. I'm ready for a surprise. So you're ready for Yeah, you'll be surprised. <laughs> I would be surprised too. Um, um, but thank you anyway for sitting with me. Um, you've been leading Karen and the Sorrows for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just have a brand spanking new CD that I came do. out. When did it come out, Karen? Um, October 18th. Ooh. When was that? Last week, right? Last week, I think. Yay. All right. <laughs> Last well, Friday. <laughs> well, 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 and you're also uh, you're also um, spearhead and a pioneer of the queer country movement, and you do a monthly... Uh, well, we'll talk about that later. I don't want to okay. let all the cats out of all the bags. <laughs> we'll keep some cats for later. We'll cats keep... is my band acronym. That's how I knew I had named the band correctly. We're really? Karen and the Sorrows. Oh, wow. I was like, I can never change the name of that band now. (laughs) You know, someone should really open a deli called Cats, don't you think? It seems like there must be a (laughs) bodega that's called that, right? I think there might be on Halston Street, but... 
If not, we'll have to go into business right after this. Stay tuned for our new bodega venture. For our new bodega venture. Let's play something, though. Let's just start by playing something off your brand spanking. When was the 18th? Was that last Friday? Yeah, it was. Oh, wow. So it's just six, six days old. Just a baby. Okay. What do you want me to play? Uh, I'm, it's, I'm entirely in your hands. Oh, um, well, if we were going to, did we want to start a beat? Yeah. Then we should play Third Time's the Charm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the happiest song. Okay. It's still sad, but it's the happiest. It's still it sad. Gets. Well, well, your band is called uh, Karen and the Sorrows. Yeah, I try so, to stay on brand. So you have to stay on brand. Okay. So so let's start off upbeat and then get sorrowful and pitiful a little that bit later. That sounds good. Okay, cool. So, so, so right here on Radio Free Brooklyn and sitting with Jan Luca is uh, uh, the Karen and the Sorrows. Brand spanking new song. Let me see if I can get it. Third time's a charm. Here it is. <laughs> The first time you broke my heart It took me by surprise Yeah, third time's a charm. Off the brand's back. 
cranking new CD from mm-hmm. uh, from Karen and the Sorrows. And uh, just sitting with me, you're listening to Sitting with Jan Luca, by the way, here at Radio Free Brooklyn. And uh, sitting with me just happens to be Carol Pittleman, who Karen Pittleman, yeah. who who happened to write. You you did you write? Uh, by the way, the album's called Guaranteed Broken Heart, mm-hmm. so it does what it says on the tin. Oh, good, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was we'll start off and then Try we'll and then we'll get pitiful later. <laughs> Uh, uh, but thank you for joining me, Carol. Well, thank you for sitting with me. Thank you for having me. Did you write? Did you write the whole album? Yes, I write all the songs. Oh, since the beginning. From the beginning. Yeah. Oh, so how long? I mean, how long have has Karen and the Sorrows? Well, what were you doing before Karen and the Sorrows? Um, before that, I had a punk band. Ah, good one. <laughs> and um, then. Then I suffered a, a very broken heart, and all the like country music of my past, I guess, just backed up on me, and I started writing all these songs and obsessing about the pedal steel, so yeah. I had to... I had to start making country music. I just had no choice. Those are the only kind of songs that were coming out, and it it hasn't ended ever. (laughs) So for the last eight years, all the songs have been coming out country. Oh, so you got a pedal steel obsessive. You became like a Bucky Baxter uh, uh, or a... (laughs) I, I do. Pedal steel is definitely my, my favorite instrument. Yeah, well, it's all over your records, actually. Uh, Oh, for sure. You've done three, right? Um, Three and an EP. Three and an EP, yeah. And there's pedal steel on all of them. Oh, oh, a ton of it. If I remember right, yeah. You're you're very right. I mean, this is the first record I did without my longtime bandmates, Uh uh, Tammy, my drummer, and Alana, who was my um, pedal steel player and electric guitar player. So, um, yeah, a lot of those songs are are arranged around the pedal steel. This album I had, because I was on my own, I had a lot more options. I could work, you know, I worked with all kinds of different musicians, but there's still a ton of pedal steel on it. And I'm okay. super obsessed with pedal steel. So, so, oh, so you had, so this is the first album without your new band. You started in when? Two, when, when did you start? 2014? Uh, uh, no, whatever. It's, it's 2011. Oh, 2011. Yeah. Okay. It's been like eight years. This is the first one that I did without any of my old bandmates. So, so when you wrote this album, mm-hmm. did you have the band together already? No. Ah. We I had already. We'd already split. So, so um, did you write this in? This is going to sound a strange question, but <laughs> did you write the songs in silence and then figure out the instrumentation later? Um, I always would write the songs by myself. And then mm. bring them to the band. And um, I love songwriting, so I'm just selfish about it. I don't want to share. Yeah. Um, and the difference was then I would bring it to the band, and I would, tr- I certainly heard stuff in my head, but I would try to leave room, you know, for us to create an arrangement together. And by the time we would go into the studio, th- most of the arrangement was there. You know, we'd definitely like bringing guests, and we'd have, you know, there was some producing, but for this, um, I, I mean, not in silence, I wrote it on the guitar, but it was yeah, yeah. all in my head. And then I had to bring together all the people to make it, <laughs> to make it happen. But I didn't have to leave any of that space for what anybody else wanted. You know, I got yeah. to be selfish all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess by, in si- by, by in silence, <laughs> I, I mean, um, if if you, if you wrote the out, al- well, let, let, let me go backwards then. <laughs> when you were writing the your your albums with your old band mm-hmm. that you'd been playing together for how many years for quite a few years yeah, right for like so years. when you wrote songs then mm-hmm. did you hear 
because of the, the because of the fact that you had that band behind you that you knew what what your sound was mm. for those years did you write songs hearing the instrumentation uh, slash finished project product kinda yeah sometimes i mean i think especially as we you know were together for longer mm. um i would have them in mind but Not really, honestly. Like okay. mostly, I, I dream my songs a lot of the time, All so right. then I don't have much say about what they <laughs> what they are because they came to me in my sleep. Or oh, really? Yeah. Or I just uh, you wake up with songs? Yeah. Oh. All the time. Then I sing it into my phone, and then later I listen back to it and decide if it's garbage or not. But oh, you wake up in the morning with a song in your head and sing it into your phone, or like the middle of the night, I'll be oh. dreaming it, and then I'll realize in the dream that there's a song and then sometimes I'll have to decide in the dream if I like it or not. <laughs> okay. And then I'll like try to, it's sort of like fishing, you know, try to reel it back out of the dream and wake up with it still hearing it and then I'll sing it into my phone and then I'll go back to sleep. Um, you know, Towns Van Zandt used to do that. Really? Yeah. And he, he used to call them sky songs. Uh, that, if, if, what I really believe is that there's like a cosmic radio station that if you are lucky and you make the right offerings mm -hmm. to all the gods they'll send you songs from there you yeah, know and yeah. you just have to listen in and then that song gets to be yours but like you're really just you're just um you're just a catalyst you know yeah 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 that. Uh, um, uh, Bob Dylan in his book um, I don't know if you ever read Chronicles but he, he said mm -hmm. he said that f uh, songs would sort of float down river that's the only thing he said about a song one of the most prolific songwriters in the whole universe said, said three lines <laughs> about songwriting in a 300 page book and it was like they, they, I love that they, I love they float that. The, they could start to float down river and um And uh, I interviewed Guy Clark. Do you know Guy yeah, Clark? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Guy Clark's yeah. the, the master songwriter. Yeah. And, um, and I brought this up. And Guy Clark is the opposite. Guy Clark w would spend years writing a song. Mm -hmm. You know, he, 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 would, he would, it would be three years before one record and another. Mm -hmm. And he, he would spend three years just writing 10 songs. And he might toss one off for, for, for on, on, on consignment for other people. Mm -hmm. But he would really just like work at it like he was carving like he was doing fine cabinet making he'd, he'd work months on a song uh, and years on a song sometimes and so i brought that up when i was interviewing guy clark and he said and you know he said well if that was only true <laughs> well i believe in both that like to yeah. the idea i feel like kind of comes from the sky or the river or the cosmic yeah. radio station but then you have to hone it you know yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. i'm a writer first and foremost so i'm very obsessive about my lyrics and like I really appreciate when other people are obsessive about, yeah, yeah, <laughs> about yeah, their yeah, lyrics, yeah, you know, yeah. and I spend a lot of time then like thinking about the chord changes and then thinking about the arrangement mm -hmm. and what I want. But the genesis of the songs, a lot of times, I think they're coming, I think they're coming from another dimension. <laughs> well, 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 is there a song that we can play that came to you in one dollop? I mean, I always edit them and work on them, but yeah, definitely yeah. Um, the one, one of the ones I was thinking of playing, uh, oh. When People Show You Who They Are, that one I dreamt. And oh, really? The other one I wanted to play for you, it was, I was eating grapes, uh -huh. and the song just sort of came out of eating grapes, so I <laughs> 
But it kind of just that feeling of the floating down river. Like all of a sudden I just realized I was singing this song. Right. And then I was like, oh, hello song. Oh. <laughs> I guess I'll have to work on you now. Okay. So how much of it came? Like 70%, 60%? Well, you might as well play uh, that now, yeah, actually. But, but just before you play it, like how, how much did you edit and how much came? Did it come with a melody? Did it yeah, come? it's the melody that comes. The melody usually comes with a couple of words uh-huh. that I don't have to keep the words, but I'll have to rhyme with those words. Like I can't, they'll, they'll be so baked into like the structure right. of the melody itself. So that one, um, Jonah, and, Jonah and the Whale, which came from eating grapes. Um, All right. <laughs> about grapes in that song. But, um, the whole structure of the verse and the weird rhythm of it just kind of floated in. And then I had to figure out what was the song about and figure out the chorus. Oh, okay. So you got a third of the words, a third of the lines, and you had to fill in I the got, rest? like, the whole melody of the verse and wow. the whole rhythm of the structure. You know, the whole, this, it's got a weird rhythm. And it's got hand claps. And the right. hand claps came to me. Yeah. Um, and so I sort of built the whole song around that. Um, oh. So yeah. So I, I would say I got 33% of it came just floating in from the grapes. And then. All right. All right. <laughs> the rest well, I had to figure out. <laughs> Well, there is a guitar handy. Do you want to? And we are. I've been talking about it. Do you want to? I know. I was trying play to teach that? you the hand clap. Oh uh, yeah. Well, that's that that that. And, and how successful? Well, yeah, that ended badly. I'm not going to hand clap. I'm not going to hand clap over you. Uh, if you've just tuned in, if you've just tuned in, you are six minutes, uh, six hours. Uh, sorry, it's six eighteen. You are eighteen minutes into sitting with Jan Luca here at Radio Free Brooklyn, and uh, I am Jan Luca. I will be sitting with you till seven sitting with me is carol pittleman songwriter <laughs> and it's funny though because my mom's name is carol no i said karen you said carol i said again. karen no? oh, oh did i say carol yeah but Sorry. that's my mom's name so it's okay all right you yeah, got, yeah. you're in the I've, right family I've, I've just changed your name for you i because I, I knew you always there well, well all right karen pittleman <laughs> <laughs> So so uh, so oh so you're going to play your sky song? I'll play that's, my sky really my exciting. sky grape song. Okay, so <laughs> let, let, let me get my uh, let me get my mic levels right. Okay. Fantastic, yeah, go for it. I think we're ready. All right, I'm trying not to fuck it up. <laughs> that's all right. Draw my line in the sand, watch the waves wash it away. Say I'll be my own man Then I begged for you to stay Sat on my hands Like a child who can't behave And who can understand Why I can't just have my way And no Don't stop, don't stop, swallow me whole. Don't stop, don't stop, body and soul. Don't stop till I'm no more. Take me off. Deepest deep, the darkest dark, 
where I'll never be found And I can sleep beneath your heart Here with my kin Your belly full of all their bones And your sweet medicine Thank you, Karen. Fantastic. Here at Radio Free Brooklyn, sitting with Jan Luca. <laughs> well, no one fell over, don't worry. <laughs> I can still worry when I hurt my guitar. <laughs> nah, that's all right. They're battle scars. That, 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 that's what divides the professionals from the amateurs, is how many, is how many battle scars they have on their guitars. Oh, so you've God, got like one more. Willie Nelson's guitar. Oh, Doesn't Willie. Even, have you ever seen it? Yes. Like, <laughs> well, I've seen more. Any guitar left. <laughs> I've seen what's left of his guitar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know what Willie Nelson's guitar is called? Trigger. Yeah, there sure. you go. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for trivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're ready for trivia. Yeah, we'll we'll do. Oh, we could do a little bit of trivia. Uh, uh, um, yeah, I got something um, because because you are um, um, uh, queer country is like your brand, right? Yeah, or it, it was what I needed to exist. Really, I just I missed playing in queer spaces when I was in a punk uh-huh. band, and um, I just was lonesome for having like more community spaces to play in when I started this band and it didn't exist and you know I really believe in for better or for worse you know DIY and if it doesn't exist you have to make it yourself even though it's such a pain in the ass and I wish yeah. that I didn't believe in that yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but um but I do so I so I had to create that space for myself and then so many other people um were coming up to me saying, like, I've been waiting for this. You know, I always love country music. I grew up on country music. I never thought I'd be in a place where I could, like, dance with my partner or just mm-hmm. feel welcome, you know. So once people started saying that, I was like, oh, like, you know, I have to keep this going and help build this community because there have been queer people making country music yeah. ever since there's country music, ever sure. since there's any music because we're always around, you yeah, know, yeah, whether yeah, yeah, or not yeah. everybody knows it. But um, 
there haven't been that many actual spaces, you know, for people to create the music together and share it and dance and hang out. Well, well, what's your annual event that you do? Um, well, I do a Queer Country Quarterly. So that's, you know, mostly quarterly. Every once in a while, though, I bump it up a little. I think earlier in the year I had two in a row. So it was a monthly quarterly. But it was monthly before that. And that was that was a little bit too hard. So that's always running. And then every year or so, I'll do a bigger event that um, is usually called the Gay Old Opry or the Gay Old Opry right. Presents. The last big one I did was actually called Another Country. And it was about... Um, thinking about both queer and trans country musicians and also people of color making country and people who are both queer or trans and Mm -hmm. people of color. So just trying to create that space for like thinking about country music and people working in different genres, but that were, you know, related to country. And it was a whole day long event. And that was really fun. Yeah. Um, And I, you know, I don't want us only to be thinking about sexuality and gender. I want us to be intersectional and thinking about race and thinking about all the different ways that like country both gets co-opted for a certain conservative agenda, but that we can reclaim it for our own agenda. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, uh, Well, there's two things I'd say for that. One one is that um, country was never only became white comparatively recently if you if you go back to the 30s uh, oh you know i'm gonna i'm obsessed oh, oh I, okay. I am obsessed with talking about this if you want to talk about it oh we, you want to get into this yeah. and then i because because yeah. i also have like a trivia thing about about gay country music or queer country music but oh oh let's get into but, this okay yeah yeah, yeah go, go for because, it uh, uh, but can i yeah. ask you one thing though can you go change back go back to that yeah. mic it sounds better just pull it down so yeah because it's distorting on this one you can sit down yeah just pull it down and sit down uh because uh, that was a and then singing. we'll put it back, back ah, up when much I sing. Better. Yeah. Now you're not distorted. That Good. Is much so, so uh, there you go. Yeah, you know, I after Charlottesville, um, yeah. I was really wishing that there was some organization for progressive and mm-hmm. lefty people who love country music to come together because there were so few country music artists coming out, and you know, that was a pretty easy thing to condemn. Like you just have to like yeah. condemn. Nazis, but sure. but people weren't. So um, so I started thinking about that, and I started talking to some people, and I was like, well, if we're gonna try and start something like that first, we just need like maybe a one page piece that just is an analysis about like the relationship between country music and white supremacy, and then that turned into <laughs> a fifty page essay that I wrote earlier this oh. year. So I really am. A, Super obsessed at this oh, question. Oh, 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 oh! We need to go out and get coffee. No, me too. Uh, um, well, well, I mean, the, the country music being white and conservative is, is comparatively new. Yeah. I mean, well, if you go, country music is new, right? I mean, it's just a constructed well, thing from yeah. the thirties. Before that, well, 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 I would call it rural music, and rural exactly. music uh, encompasses exactly. blues, exactly, and country, and also uh, they sang the same songs. Yeah. You know, you had black string bands in the thirties. The Mississippi Shakes, for example. Absolutely. Uh, uh, um, and, and then you had the guys in North Carolina, the white... But they were singing the same songs. Right, and publi- on, published in the same series. Pub- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Sitting on Top of the World was a blues song. It was a country song, too. And tons of it. Um, yeah. 
Uh, oh, so how how deep do you want to go, Uncle Dave Macon? Can it, are you? Can oh yeah. I, oh talk, really? Sure. Oh, God. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll tell you about the we're, early we're, 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 we'll WSM days oh, and the relationship right. to minstrelsy. Like, I oh, think that's yeah, really yeah. Well, we about. can't get into that because I, I'm scared that anyone's gonna gonna geek out and turn off and be intimidated. Okay, but, but, will, but 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 to be continued. Yeah, but um, I but I do think that history is so important because I like like it's rural southern music. Yes, and then it's a you know it's the Ralph Peer and the marketing sure. guys who created this idea of like hillbilly yes. and race music Absolutely. that became country. But it always really upset. Like I got really upset watching the Ken Burns documentary mm. because. It was like he was trying to talk about racism, but then he just let Chris Christopherson right in the beginning say, oh, it's white man's blues. And the problem with saying that is that implies that country music belongs to white people. And that's just a lie. Country music was created by and belongs to black people just as much as Absolutely. white people and also native people, also Mexican yes. people. Like, And it just makes me so angry that people say that kind of stuff and they're trying to be liberal about it but they don't know the history and here it is he's making a documentary about the history and he's already fucking it up throwing things at the tv oh you were yeah 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 no rural music and in the countryside everyone was broke so no one so there wasn't really a black white divide you you had cross you had cross race bands all over the place exactly they were singing the same songs uncle dave macon um we're gonna stop geeking out in a second so don't turn <laughs> so don't turn your radio set off but uncle dave macon was a great great legendary banjo player from the uh, 30s right am i right Karen? okay i get so so um he used to deliver uh booze from one place to another and uh, on his horse and buggy and halfway along was a juke joint and uh, a black juke joint and uncle dave macon would would stop halfway and get loaded and play banjo with all these black string bands. So a lot of his repertoire, he learned from the black juke joints mm. um, and vice versa too. Right, you everybody's that, like collaborating yeah, with yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, in North Carolina, Charlie Poole, you know, yeah. North Carolina, uh, uh, a big cotton mill region. Well, I mean, who was picking the cotton? Black people were picking cotton. White people were picking cotton too and they were in the mills. So they all mixed and they all swapped songs and they all play together. Yeah. So, um, so there's a big, uh, oh, I want to read your thesis. We're going <laughs> to... We're gonna. <laughs> and if you, dear listener, would like to read it, um, you can just head over to. I'll put a link on KarenAndTheSorrows.com, and it's all. It's also up on Medium. It's called. Okay. You know, like I, I think it's really important to look at those roots because, I mean, for one, you know, if you love the music, yeah, it's on us to know where it comes from and to honor it, and also like that's part of creating a space where everybody who's called to make country music you know everybody who the the river sends them down a country song can make it like that's what frustrates me sure. a lot of people want to be made like and this is part of what i wrote about a lot of people countries songs are coming to them and it's their heritage it's their yeah. legacy but because of the way the industry is constructed and because of this idea that country should can only and should only belong to white people then they don't have the space to bring that music into the world the way they want to or they get pushed into other genres depending on like who they are and what their identity is and yeah 
Yeah. Well, that's a publicist's uh, uh, invention. Well, well, you know what? I, I just have another idea for a radio show. Ah. At some point, me and you should do this again and and talk about only this and play and play um, white uh, white country music sung by uh, black bands and black country music sung by white white bands. There's tons of common ground. There's tons of string bands that that uh, and maybe we can have a call in where the where the listener tries to guess the color of the band and I bet you half the time they'll get it wrong <laughs> I mean we're colorblind but 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 it kind of I mean I'm saying this I'm saying it flippantly uh-huh. but but I, I'm saying it to prove a point that that the idea of of black music and white music um, uh, is wrong yeah well, that, and that's, that, create and in that that's really my main point yeah, 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 is yeah, that yeah, like yeah, yeah. the reason that those two ideas of that that white sounds a certain way and sure. black sounds a certain way was to help prop up white supremacy to help prop up segregation yeah, yeah. because the idea was that seg- that you could see white supremacy in everything including in the way things sound and yep. like that has nothing to do with the reality of all these people like not that it was you know happy shiny mm-hmm. and fluffy like obviously there's like tons of violence sure. and impression but the fact is that people were collaborating and building yeah. this like Rhiannon Gibbons calls it a common music mm-hmm. for hundreds of years and like that is the truth of the music not this idea of like white and black exactly. that now we are all so accustomed to that like we just assume that these genres are natural yeah. yeah and it's a drag in case you've just tuned in <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to sitting with jan luca here at radio free brooklyn sitting with me and carol is Car- karen pittleman <laughs> and uh from karen and the sorrows and we are giving you a history lesson hey nerds. this is history <laughs> this is history this is history <laughs> historynerd.com we're gonna get onto some fun things soon okay, but, but, but 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 we, we aim to a, a to raise to raise iqs around here lord knows i'm <laughs> trying to get into the double figures i'm failing <laughs> miserable i'm still at a 17 but uh, <laughs> in case you've just tuned in also we are radio free broke line we have no money our light bulbs flicker <laughs> if you have any jingly jangly in your pocket please pull something out drop it in the hat if you go to the radiofreebrooklyn.com or .org website there's donate buttons all over the place. We're also a. F- I always get these numbers wrong. How is it, Karen? A five hundred one three CK five hundred one three C three. Thank you. Which means you get your money back, and we get to carry on doing this uh, uh, for longer. <laughs> we we also um, we also train teens to do this sort of thing to to know how to do podcasting, and uh, so we do community things. You know, in the good old days, you go to a bar to hang out with your communities. Today, it's the community radio. There's very few left these Mm. days and uh, so we do an important thing we are training kids to do this sort of thing as well so your money does not go to waste none of it goes into our pockets damn it Um, (laughs) (laughs) we all do this for nothing damn it Um, you could also download an app and uh, and like that all right well I was going to do, oh, uh, I should say another thing. We also got like nice sponsorships. Someone like kicked down uh, a lot of money. And these people are the ME team um, who have a 99, oh my goodness, this sounds amazing. A double insulated, reusable stainless steel bottle disinfects water in 60 second cycle utilizing UVC LED technology and is 99.99% effective against E. coli. My goodness. 
Yeah. Uh, a single charge via micro USB lasts up to 30 days, and the bright light display lets you know when the water is ready to drink. Join us in bringing clean water to all. Raise your bottle and drink. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, to you and ME. <laughs> Find out more at ME Bottle, me bottle, M E B O T T L E dot com. Yay. Oh, oh, I'm in. Yeah, I kind of want one of those. Yeah, I want one of How those. How much do yeah. they cost? Uh, I don't, ooh, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> cost something, but it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I wanted to, um, uh, so about, so um, um, Queers in Country is mm. not is not a brand new thing. You no, are not, not the at first. All. Not at all. Uh, um, now there's, um, I kind of, I kind of tempted to play a couple of, um, there's a few in Nashville right now sure. that have come out. We can go all, we could go back and play some Lavender Country. Oh, oh, want. okay. Well, yeah, let, we could do Lavender oh, uh, from the 70s. Yeah, that is the first out country album. Um, were they all out? Was the whole band or was well, just a singer? It was really Patrick. Well, you, you set it up. Yeah. yeah, go on. So, so really, tell, the his, tell us the history of it. It, that is, it was really Patrick Hagerty's band, and he's still going strong. He played with us for my last record release. Oh. Um, so it was so exciting to bring him here. And he's tour, He's always touring. Um, he just put out a new album. So, so wait. So they are from, if I'm not mistaken seattle right? right seattle washington yeah and did they did they tour a lot did they go did they actually go down south where where they would have been do you know their history well he's from the midwest uh-huh. and, but i i don't think son of a dairy farmer i think definitely a farmer i forget yeah. what kind of farmer yeah, yeah, yeah. um uh i i don't know like back in the 70s how extensively he yeah. toured but um he's been touring everyone everywhere now and yeah, okay. He's amazing. Everybody just goes bananas. Because <laughs> uh, he'd probably be in his, uh, se- se- would he be in his 70s now? He's a veteran, know, right? I don't know how old he is, but he's very young at heart. And he's yeah, yeah. so much, so sweet and so supportive of okay. us as, like, you know, the next generation. And um, yeah, the, and uh, we should listen to Crying These Cocksucking Tears. Oh, oh, well, I could have come out singing, actually. Oh, that's a good one, too. Can I play that one? Or or, or shall I I just waffle around and find the one that you... No, 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 play that. That's a great one, too. Okay, I'll do that one. (laughs) Uh, Because this also goes out in the UK, Resonance FM, on the actual airwaves. (gasps) Oh, did I say it? No, no, I'll bleep you out. That's all right. I'll re-edit this. Yeah, yeah, no. So so, so songs with fewer curse words are a little bit better. (laughs) Yes, then you chose wisely and I chose poorly. (laughs) No, no, you chose very well because that's a really great song, actually. Yeah, that is no you chose very very yeah. well but i'm going to give a shout out to resonance fm over in the uk goes out if you want a repeat performance of this show it goes out sunday 6 p.m um well it goes out sunday 6 p.m um general uh greenwich mean time which would be blah, whatever <laughs> New York time. i think it's 2 p.m right now yeah yeah sorry um, okay so let's have some lavica cut off their legendary yeah uh 1973 album right the first come, out country album the first ever out country album come out come wow oh, sorry i turned my mic off uh come come out singing here it is
waking up to say hip hip hooray I'm glad I'm gay can't repress my happiness ever since I tried your way gonna lay right here and greet the sun cause gay time nothing's just begun so come on let's tumble in the hay
Lavender Country there, the first ever fully out band. Um, and uh, oh, wonderful fun. Come out singing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you've just tuned in, you are listening to Sitting with Jan Luke here at Radio Free Brooklyn. You are exactly 44 minutes 36 seconds into the show. <laughs> <laughs> sitting, sitting with me is Karen Pittleman, and uh, we've been nerding out together uh, about <laughs> 1930s hillbilly music, yeah. uh, and uh, it's been great. And uh, thank you, Karen, for sitting with me. This is really great to have. You. Wow. Thank you for being uh, a nerd with me. I get lonely sometimes. <laughs> oh, we can go. We we can go. You know, you know. Uh, I can follow you. You know, there is uh, there's the like the nerds convention, mm. and then there's a hidden door, and then uh, uh, I can get into that hidden door with you, and then behind the hidden door, there's another hidden door, and I can get into that, and then there's like there's like a super nerdy hidden door. It has a uh, it has a, a combination lock, and only uh, only the deep deep the deep deep the country deep nerds can get the in there nerds. i actually have the combination that sounds great that sounds great i do have the combination is if you would like to come in and nerd out yes. with me uh, 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 i'm all in it's like the opposite of a vip room yeah it's definitely the opposite there's very few people very, in there very few trying to get in there there's very few trying to get in there and there's very few that are nerdy enough to get in there we are yeah. two of them i oh, think I, well, i feel honored uh, well, I feel well I feel rather honored too actually Karen so <laughs> oh, we're sisters in combat yes sisters nerd sisters nerd sisters in combat well we haven't got well we've got 15 minutes left and we've got quite a lot to talk about would you like to play another song sure. or should we talk some more it's entirely up to you this is really your seat and your show um Do you want to hear a really sad song? Yeah, go on. I mean, that other song is sad. We've but been, yeah, but we've been laughing too much. <laughs> I mean, your band name is Karen and the Sorrows, yeah, for God's gotta, sake. Yeah, gotta deliver more sorrows. Okay, one, one more song then. Yeah, go on. All right. So Karen's getting getting the guitar. And uh, yeah, you can do your uh, raise raise the mic and everything. Uh, and uh, we're going to do a uh, sound check on the fly. Go on, poop us out, Karen. We've been laughing too much. No, probably not. It, it's disrespectful thing. to your band name. <laughs> you know, I, I think though, like part of the reason I just like the sad songs the best, uh -huh. and um, but I find a lot of joy right. in that, and mm -hmm. I think oh, I move the chair. I feel like that is the, one of the secrets of country music is like to find that joy in the sadness, like helps you keep mm. going yeah and, and and also sad songs um point you to an inner human condition yeah and connection and connection, and yeah. connection. Yeah, yeah 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 all right you, you want to tell us about this first oh, or sure. just want to plow, plow into it entirely up to you this is um called when people show you who they are which um It does the that's advice that Maya Angelou gave to Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> but um, it's also kind of you know in the common parlance. But um, it's a, about believing what people want, what people are instead. I mean, I think it's really good to see the best in people, and I don't want to stop doing that, but. It's also important to understand that um, when it comes down to it, people are going to be the person they think they are, not the person you think they 
to be. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Yes, you know? that makes perfect sense. <laughs> that makes perfect. Well, that's what I was saying before. It's yeah. an insight into the human condition. Yeah, I trust. So I, this is a reminder to myself in, yeah. in part. And uh, this one I dreamt. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All this right. one came in the middle of the night. see it shining out of you Something that's whole and bright and true You don't see what I see You don't see You need to bury it down deep What can you do with my belief? I don't see what you see I don't see People show you who they are 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 Taught you who you have to be Who taught me to wait here on my knees You don't need what I need You don't need People show you who they are People show you who they are People show Them. 
Harold Pittleman here. Uh, yeah, you're listening to Sitting with Jan Luca here at Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Jan Luca. Sitting with me is Carol Pittleman from Karen and the Sorrows. And uh, very obvious now why it's called Carol, Karen and the Sorrows. Hi, Sammy. <laughs> Sammy has just come in. Teens take the mic. We'll be up in exactly uh, oh, eight minutes. So oh. we have to start winding down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when, when did you start writing? Um... I mean, I've been writing songs all my life, but um, uh-huh. these—I mean, these songs, these country songs—they started like about nine years ago. Okay. So, 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 do you know what you get when you play a country music record backwards? What? Um, you get your uh, you get your car back, your house back. You stop oh, drinking. Right. <laughs> your mother comes back to life. Your dad and you comes come back. out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> you know that I love that David Allen Coe song. You never, um, you never even call me by my name. Like yep. that's not that child, but that, that verse where he's just like, oh, well, we're, we're his friend tells him it's not a good enough country song because it doesn't have all the tropes in it. So right. that he just <laughs> covers everything: his mom, the train, his dog. David Allen Coe, what a wonderful... Wow, we could really geek out on country yeah. music, actually. I'm very looking forward to having you back. Uh, um, Thank you. I'm going to pick to close out. What's the longest song you've done? Give Sammy some time to, uh, to set up, uh, uh, maybe even on one of your previous albums. We can close out with it. We can talk for a couple more minutes. And do you have a six-minute song or something? Um, Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I think the longest one on that album is... Um, uh, the, also, the, one of the weirder ones that might be cool to play, um, Your New Life Now. Your Oh, okay, Your New Life Now. That's on your new album? Yeah. Okay, let That's me, another one I dreamt. Let me bring that up. Sammy's pretty fast at setting up, aren't you, Sammy? Yeah, Sammy says she's good. So <laughs> what, what what's it called? Your New Life Now. Oh, this wait, one. I can't... F- uh, ay, 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 it's ay, the fourth ay, song on the album. Wait a second. <laughs> your New Life Now? Mm-hmm. I think that one's the longest one. I don't see it on here. Oh, your your life nine. Th- no, actually. Oh, we so, could have played two. Sorry, it's a great something too. Something true. Yeah, we can play two. Yeah. So 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 that oh, this has been wonderful having you, Karen. Thank you. Thank um, you so much. If you have just tuned in, you have just missed. Sitting with Jan Luca here at Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> Sitting with me has been wonderful. Carol Pittleman from Karen and the Sorrows. Thank you, Karen. It really Thank has been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. It really was. I, I, I want to do this geek out session yeah, uh, at a later date. We'll roll our sleeves up and really go head to head on this uh, on this stuff. And um, if you want to be nerd friends with us, just find me at Karen and the Sorrows or K and the Sorrows on Twitter. K and the Sorrows at on Instagram or on Facebook or I'm all we're all in all the places You're and all over always the place, looking right? for more nerdy country music loving friends okay okay well I'm one of them uh, and if you want more of me <laughs> well I'll be back next Wednesday 6 p.m. Uh, Maya Byrne is a wonderful singer songwriter that Karen knows yes. who will be my guest uh, you'll be playing it with Maya in Nashville yeah in Nashville on November 11th if uh, you're in Nashville come see if us. you're in Nashville go see them definitely Maya's a fantastic songwriter yeah. um, and if you want to get in touch with me and smack me around the head for any reason I really love I love love people getting in touch with me and you know i feel really lonely and i really want friends <laughs> so so please just like like me on instagram i post very little stuff so i'm not going to span you uh, mm-hmm. uh, and my instagram is sitting with gt 
uh, like gin and tonic or my name sitting with gt and if you uh, have any requests you want to uh, have a request on the show or want me not to do something on the show <laughs> you can get in touch with me from that handle there <laughs> and um and also have an email sitting with at uh radiofreebrooklyn.com but instagram is always best sitting with gt sammy teams takes the mic is coming up in exactly four minutes i'm going to play out with uh uh, uh karen and the sorrows uh latest uh track from there guaranteed broken heart karen thank you and thank you for sitting with me 100 percent. you at home and karen and, and, and i'm like bowled over that people even listen to me frankly okay so here it is <laughs> off off guaranteed broken heart that came out last friday something true We. Mm-hmm. 